Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on Daniel Mirfield. He's a renowned healer, mentor, and author of the book Seedling, The Journey to Inner Peace. His mission is to relieve stress in those who suffer from anxiety through nature and finding peace within. We get into energy vampires, how to connect to the source, channeling, um, the principles and goals that are attached to our soul, uh, how we can think and act our way to sickness. It's a really nice episode and you'll learn a lot and a different perspective, which I felt today. So here's Daniel. Hope you enjoy him. So Daniel, can you tell us more about how unprocessed and unexamined moments can impact how we interact with the world and how we take in things? Absolutely. So the uh, our embodiment is a silhouette of nature. So we have to see how the world performs and how the energy transferred from one entity to the next. And when we have unprocessed moments, if it might be memories um, that, that have traumatic events or uh, personal situations that have disempowered us, we don't allow those energies to flow through us. So when we walk into nature, it's always evolving and changing and adapting. But with our embodiment, with our minds, we have removed that simple aspect of being able to adapt with the change of conditions. And when, when we when we move that from our 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 being, mm-hmm. we are creating blockages and we're creating this unnatural dam of build up and it, and it's not just within the, today or yesterday it can potentially go all the way back to the moment you were born so when with unprocessed situations how we look to relieve them is we always look to the source mm-hmm. and the source has the power to clear those um, unidentified or problematic areas absolutely great and i think we can say everybody has a purpose, right? We all have a purpose, but um, a lot of people take their whole lives to discover their purpose. But how do you think we can um, access uh, our soul's purpose, our goals, our principles? Like, how do we really get to it in a way that's not terrifying? Because it could be kind of terrifying to start. Like, how do we slowly get into it? That's that's a joyous um, moment about being alive. So when we kind of we think too much into the bigger picture, and within this within this world within this embodiment, our main goal is to enjoy life. And mm-hmm. when we when we kind of put unnecessary conditions to the way that we should act and perform, we are creating scenarios in our mind that are unnatural. Right. So when we look at us when we look at our soul and our embodiment and past lives and the energetical imprint of the universe when we were born our first and only challenge is to get used to our body right. is to get used to who we are it is it is it is the relationship with your mind body and soul and because life is expensive and there's so many different avenues you can go you, you'll meet people during different stages of your life. You'll find yourself in different situations. You'll and it's it's so um, uh, unique to to the individual and their journey. 
that our life's purpose, if we're going to start from within, is always embracing our embodiment, mm-hmm. our identity, and knowing where we live, knowing the qualities of what we call home, the planet, the animals around us. So we kind of put a a, a logic-based profile on our trajectory within this lifetime, but it's never about logic because logic is about control. It's about the free will and choice of being able to enjoy life. And when you enjoy life, these uh, life purposes and um, directions that we we agreed to take within our soul's contract, they start to line up they start to have this value within how we make choices and decisions and place ourselves in positive spaces. So when, when I would say someone's looking at their purpose, I would actually say that it's, it's divinely linked to your embodiment. Okay. Embracing the embodiment welcomes those spaces to you. We can't force it. We can't go to shop and go, right, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to put it on my desk and I'm going to do it. it. It's not, it's, it's, it's finding that harmony, that love, right. That gratitude for, for life itself. And do you think with, I think, I think we're all channelers. We all channel. I mean, even pregnancy is one of the biggest ways of channeling. And when it comes to embodiment, do you think channeling can also help us in that area? Like it could, connect us more to the source and i think it's the word is seedling is is that what it is that type of channeling seedling can you get more into that channeling is a massive part of our embodiment so we we've minimized our use of how we actually perceive the world how we actually uh connect in with nature the universe and all the all the different energetical traits within the planet Mm -hmm. so when we talk about channeling we have to expand our mind to a different source of communication uh, we kind of minimize our use and we've kind of kept it to the the, the logic-based communication of words that's how we that's how we perceive life that's how we really kind of evolve as a species we've been using words but we're channeling it's just a different line of communication everybody's capable of it you mentioned pregnancy pregnancy is great and it's a perfect example that you've you're holding a space for two individuals separately and you are communicating between both embodiments and both are going to form their own personalities their own journey in life and their own perspective but they have a connection and connection that's a physical connection within that within that scenario but as you talk across people over a a cup of tea or Mm -hmm. um you know you play sports with someone or you go to an event with someone that space that you hold is sacred to that lines of communication so you can read people through the aura Mm -hmm. through their so so the aura is actually the our first line of defense from unnatural uh over aggressive ones that like to push boundaries and different different kind of styles of how right. to take control from others but it is also our line of communication it welcomes in messages it welcomes in spirits and guides that have been with us on our whole journey and a lot of people don't realize that throughout our life we've always got guides there that right. even if it's just one there's always yeah. some some kind of uh, spirit that's um supporting us Absolutely. We do. And if we just tapped into it, there'd be so much personal growth. And but how do we, 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> that, that, that era's come in. So we're, we're, we're currently uh, heading for an energetical change of the planet. The planet's okay. speeding up. The energy of the transfer has accelerated. And when it comes to a, a sudden stop, mm -hmm. the way that we operate within our mindset and, and within our, the frequencies that vibrate for our body, yeah. we will evolve as a species. Absolutely. I wanted to talk about energy vampires with you because I think that's a big topic and a lot of people are always reaching out like, oh, like how do I differentiate when somebody is, you know, enlightening me, as you say, or restricting your personal growth. And I think the people who don't do that are energy vampires. Am I going too extreme with this or am I, what are your thoughts on that? The when we have a, a simple exchange of energy for a conversation, it might be through work or socializing or even with your family members. Right. The the space that you hold and the energy of the, the energy that's transferred, it's it's about respect. And this is where people get lost in the they, they get entangled in the motion that they have to hold control. And control is means that you, you're you are lacking control from inside. So if you go to control others, you don't control yourself. But if you go to respect, so you may never agree or um or with someone's actions or thoughts, but you still have to hold respect. And that re respect comes from an internal source. So when the energy vampires uh, uh, are pushing boundaries, they're pushing boundaries to the extent that they're they've lost a little part of. And they don't really know why they're heading that way. They just want to gain that control. So we find ourselves in situations in work where we can't avoid it. Right. We can still, we can still hold the respect. And when you hold the respect across the conversation, you're not, you're not participating in their energy. So when you participate in their energy, you become what you're fighting. And that is not, not the direction that, uh, aligns with your identity so your identity holds the empowerment so no matter what situation you're in if they're trying to take your power within your identity within your empowerment yeah there's, there's a place of acknowledgement understanding and accepting that you can't change people you can't push opinions or directions on them it is all about the individual and, the, and how unique their life is to them yeah, well said. Easier said than done. But a lot of people are listening to this like, well, you know, so-and-so's actions are super toxic and it makes me sick and this and that. And I don't feel well. It's like, well, it that's when it becomes your role to have the respects for yourself, be connected to the source, to not be taking that in. So, yes, very well said. But how do we take that and um, basically make friendships partnerships like how do we create like a community with keeping those things in mind finding and maintaining that sense of community because a lot of people are struggling right now with kind of especially when you get older having that community yeah and that's and that's one thing you find with life that you're always exchanging sources uh, uh, meeting friends moving mm -hmm. on and, and and then actually uh changing changing the uh, like the pathway to the source that more aligns with the values that you want to head towards so with um with your community and it all depends on how you feel internally so when we look at 
uh, say for example our identity right. we have to start with a practical manner of the all the energies that have controlled us all the energies that have influenced us to become someone else's storm someone right. else's reality and by digesting those energies what we actually do internally is when we start to align these true values of life and put ourselves in positive spaces we start we start sending out a beacon and okay. this beacon is it welcomes the same vibrational alignment to to what you what you value life for so okay. when you value life and 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 you know you've got this bit of self-confidence this self-awareness and you, you're really kind of making good strides forward to to, to um honoring this embodiment you start matching the frequencies and others and they they pick up on it internally and externally so it might be just as simple as uh you're walking past them and you, you can feel the the connection or you, they it'll actually put you in on a pathway where one day you might go oh I'm just going to go in here or I'm just going to go to this event or I'm just going to go to this meeting and it's and they're drawing you together so the best way I could say with communities and trying to get relationships and set foundations yes. is work on yourself is working on that internal light to really kind of embrace the purpose of you, of you being on this planet because everybody's unique yes. everybody is is an individual that individuality comes when you look from within beautiful really well said but you kind of brought up the concept of equality uh how does that disempower our ability to think for ourselves so equality is a logic-based function it is not natural in nature so when we look at the planet and the universe there's not one energy the same as it, as the energies transfer from one one source to the next is adapting and changing it has a memory as a new new memory this memory mimics kind of your purpose so when you look at an individual and you look at them no one will ever know their life no one will ever know their experiences no one will ever be able to put them in themselves in those shoes it, it is a situation that is divinely linked to the to that source and to that individual so when we bring up topics like um bringing equality to the table the, the actual foundations of equality is a logic-based system and the logic-based system the, the the actual source of that is slavery you know we, we put 50 people on a ship and they, they're worth 200 cattle and and you know yeah. we'll swap those but that equals that and stuff like that so when when we have this um and 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 the economy is based on a logic data profile it needs control and and uh, uh efficiency and when you put yourself in that system you take away people's identity because what you're saying is because me and you are an equal i i don't recognize your gifts and you don't recognize my gifts so uh we might as well just we, we might as well just ignore our identity completely mm. and that is that is what we kind of our judgmental foresight within the world that we live in that we're not recognizing the soul and their embodiment and the soul and the embodiment is our purpose so the, the motion of equality is the motion that you're disempowering people to identify as an individual Ah, makes it's been up here. <laughs> so do you think also that connects to holding ourselves accountable? And by doing that, we'll be able to 
obviously be more mindful, be more aware and stop, uh, stop feeling, not feeling, but projecting that pain that we have to other people in the rest of the world? Well, we the the system that we have doesn't allow for feelings and emotions so because it doesn't allow us to actually feel being whole being mm -hmm. being welcome into the planet the, the first natural reaction or default kind of uh conditioning reaction is to actually project all those feelings because we're not used to them we're not used to being happy we're not used to you know digesting those welcoming energies or sharing those moments with individuals we are so it's just like a disregarding of all this positive energy no no i don't want it you know that kind of that kind of um situation so when we kind of look at feelings and emotions and um our our, our uh acknowledgement of who we are it all mm -hmm. comes with accountability right so when we look at, when we look at the the society as a whole rules and regulations are put in there to make to a blame and to avoid they're, they're not there uh, uh, to say, well, if they're if they're accountable, because if, if people are accountable, you wouldn't have the everybody sitting in parliament as it is at the moment, you know, because right. they have, can they can avoid those accountabilities for different areas. So, how it works is it, our energy mimics from the top down. So, if they're avoiding their accountability at the top, it spreads all the way through the system, and we end up mimicking the way that they act. But as a spiritual life, as an individual as as someone who has purpose who is embracing their embodiment the foundations of your purpose is responsibility is accountability is about doing the right thing in the right moment it's not working within the gray areas to avoid situations that you know that you could probably get away with or not get away with it's about actually bringing your awareness mm -hmm. to the actual responsibility to being uh, to being alive today Beautiful. Yeah. So do you think we can um, think and act our way to being sick? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so we, this energetical shift that's happening at the moment, uh, it all starts in the mind. And um, I'm concentrating on an area of predominantly the mind. So when we look at the, the mind and uh, our patterning and our conditioning and our kind of philosophies to life and the restrictive barriers that have been placed deliberately in front of us or the, the the red tape that stops us from progressing if you don't allow the energy to flow and right. release from you 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 can create physical traits you can create mental traits you can create situations where you're you're living someone else's reality because you have no value or no understanding of of life itself so so the um the energy as we as we're approaching this time it's actually it started a while back but it's accelerating it's accelerating quicker so you'll find over the next couple of years if people don't kind of embrace their purpose embrace their embodiment all these underlying issues are just going to start coming to the surface absolutely and it all, all starts in the mind and it's the mind that has the power to spread that uh, blessings and and to heal those moments yes so in going back to negative energies, uh, I mean, I've covered this before with other people on how, you know, people can 
look at you and wish you and send you negative energy. People can do things that require (laughs) different objects to send you negative energy, regardless of where it comes from. Um, How can we release them? And how do we, is it important to identify where it comes from, like the source, or it doesn't really matter as long as we work on ridding ourselves of it? Yeah, so so with, with empowerment comes the quality of being in the moment. And being in the moment brings our awareness to our surroundings. So if someone's sending those vibes at the start when you're learning, you you kind of you kind of pick yourself up on it and you make a note and go, there's something different here. I'll right. I'll, I'll recognize that. You know, it, within this moment, I recognize there's something different. And as you go along and you, you place it and you start kind of changing your vibrational of how you perceive the planet mm-hmm. you, those unwelcome energies your aura builds this natural piece of friend system and it doesn't affect you at all so we have to start we have to start on a practical base we have to start on this kind of uh building on this rebuilding this relationship within our actions our thoughts our minds uh the energies around it so we have to define your energies over people's energies because a lot of the time when we were emotionally charged right. and we're walking or putting ourselves in situations, we are predominantly someone else's reality yes. because we have no boundaries. We have no aura. We have no lines of protection. So we have to start fresh and build on, build on this relationship, build on this identity, this, this empowerment, this embodiment to really uh, dig deep to understand who we are Mm-hmm. what we like mm-hmm. the spaces that we hold so it, it's it's all about building rebuilding this relationship right i like that so are we really ever free like most forms of our government like are they offering the freedom that we think it does like is it <laughs> are we free well when we look at the government it's never anyone's place to pick out an individual or or the actual um people in parliament at a time that you that 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 kind of projection of blame is uh just they're just adding to a system which has been built from thousands of years ago and at the actual the actual start of it uh for this democracy was set on the foundations that it was never going to work so Mm -hmm. under the principles that we thought it was going to work or the, the the freedom that we have was never was never there, and it's spread and evolved since then. So the the, the world that we think today was set, was set on the foundations of deceit and uh, manipulation. You know the wealth the, the wealthier get richer and they earn more and stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. So at we at one stage coming up over the next decade, there'll be a point where we have to stop adding to that energy and actually turn around and concentrate on a different source of life because the more you add to a source the bigger it gets and the more it rolls on and um and 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 that'll come Uh, i actually i had a vision of this a while back and i think it will i think it's going to be uh females that uh get to the um the top the top job and that that they have to bring they can't fight that uh, masculine energy. So if they, if they, because we both have masculine and feminine side of us, right. but if they use their fa- fam- uh, masculine um, 
qualities to try and fight that energy, they'll only ever compile the system. They're, they're just adding to that. Whereas if they use their feminine energies mm-hmm. and create a new balancing qualities that match the universe and the planet, they will start to make big strides because there's a lot of people awakening mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that have hit rock bottom yeah. and they're starting to question the world. And the only way that we can bring harmony back in is through the feminine quality, that the love and the care and the, the place that we call home. And with it, with, there's a saying that with every great man, there was a great woman. So with every great woman, there's going to be a great man. They need balancing. It's all about balance. Yeah. So we we have to kind of look and learn and say where where did we go wrong, and what what changes or how can what what's our divine path mm. that we can embrace that helps the communities and helps helps source this kind of like natural direction to when we are born yeah. onwards, you know. I love that. So what's next for you? What's coming up that's new and exciting? I'm just trying to get my book out there at the moment. I'm I'm very fresh yeah. on social media. I don't um I have Instagram and I've done a couple of posts, but that's about it. <laughs> um it, once once I kind of put the word out there that I'm this is my book and I'm um I'm looking at the healing of the deepest levels within the mind. Right. And um, and I'm I'm a big fan on um, traveling. I love I because the energetical imprint of the the world is always different. Different. So right. when we go to a country, mm-hmm. like it's it's the appreciation for being somewhere different with different yes. qualities, different values, different mm-hmm. understanding of the planet. It's not a one one for um, one shoe fits all, right. or an umbrella theme. It is unique and i find that within my mind and how i learn is mm-hmm. i when i when i go to these new environments mm-hmm. i uh, welcome those sources so i i kind of want to spread the word okay within, within people's mental spaces and um allow them to um allow them to be the best part of themselves sounds great i'm really excited for you and thank you so much for coming on can you just tell everybody else where they can find you if they want to reach out? Yep. So uh, my website's uh, a sagesjourney.com. Uh, and then if you want my, if you're interested in my book, it's uh, there's a link on there to Amazon. Um, and I have a few different things on there, like blogs and um, I just started a podcast. So awesome. thank you so, so much, Daniel. I appreciate it. Have you guys heard of Rakuten? It's where you can shop all your favorite stores online and make money. Yeah, you can make money. I have made thousands of dollars. Granted, I've been on it for a while, but if you're someone who's an online shopper, you need to sign up right now. And you can use my invite link. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N dot com slash R slash Divina 141 rakuten.com slash r slash divina 141 happy shopping and make some money
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, I really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support.